Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Join national presenter and consultant Rory Rowland as he discusses another aspect of powerful coaching and how it transforms people to improve your organization. Welcome to Coaching for Potential with Rory Rowland. Welcome, Rory. Thank you, Paul. It's great to be here, my friend. I'm glad you're back to tell us about coaching. You're very passionate about it. You know a lot about it. How did you get started helping folks with this particular skill? Well, one of the things I did is I did a lot of sales training, and then it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I still got paid, but it didn't work. Uh-huh. And I, you know, and then on reflecting on it, we should always reflect on what it would do well and what it would do poorly. And on reflecting on it, I go, there's, some, there's just a missing component here. And what I recognized that was that component was coaching. And once I learned, I learned how to teach managers, how to coach people, how to sell, guess what? It worked. It was a magic formula. It clicked. Yeah. So that was the re- and then when i started to see the results and then when i start seeing clients now who outperform their peers by three times where then the national average for a credit union is around six percent loan growth and i've got clients in the 16 to 17 percent range okay. on a quarterly basis then and, and it was really because and i had a client this week that i loved it we were talking on the phone and i said you know what have you seen the success in this organization what have you seen the success and she goes you know, one of the things that I see is that we're we're now able to outcoach the competition. Nice, and and she goes the confidence that we have now. Uh, we're getting financial results. You know, everything you did more than paid for itself. I mean, we're getting we're getting returns on your investment. Just boom, much bigger than we thought uh-huh. we would get. Um, and so, but she goes now that we're we're outcoaching our competition. I just love that concept of you know we want you to outcoach your competition, and we, and we can show you how to do that, and that's the key. That's excellent. So. Those people had progress and growth. Mm -hmm. That's what you're going to talk about today. How do you really push uh, people to really grow through challenging coaching? Absolutely. Yeah, we're going to talk about challenging coaching today. It's a great book by John Blakely and Ian Day. And uh, challenging coaching talks about going beyond traditional coaching to face the facts. And so uh, they're talking about that. And they've got about four or five ideas in their book that I really love uh, that I want to uh, to share with you today about. about coaching and and one of the first things is everybody has a challenge and uh, we've got something we've got to accomplish our organization wants us to sell so many widgets or make so many widgets or produce so many widgets or get this many widgets mailed out the door whatever uh-huh. it is uh, and that's the challenge and then what we've discovered in coaching is the the greater the challenge and the greater the support the greater the performance and moment if you had uh, a vertical axis of challenge and a horizontal horizontal axis of support, you, you had that, and then you had the 45-degree line of performance up there. When you go, the higher the challenge, the higher the support, the higher the performance. And that's what we see with organizations that do effective coaching is that their managers are able to help their folks move up that performance range. That at first, you know, it's very, very, you know, small performance, you know, just incremental growth. But then you get to the point where people are at the very highest level of it. And, uh, and, and I like that aspect. Like I was talking to a client, I've been working with him about two and a half years, and and uh, they had one manager. I'll be honest with you. This manager really didn't want to manage. Mm. Uh, but you know, she's basically coming through the process, kicking and screaming because guess what? Everybody else is doing it, so right. she's got to do it. But to hear her this last week uh, tell stories about how she's working with her employees and that everybody's on the same hymnal, same page, and they want to achieve the goals that the organization has and how they're moving forward as an organization. Uh, that's incredibly, in, in, you know, because. Uh, at first, she didn't want to be involved in the process, but now she is. And you see her performance as a manager improving. But guess what? The performance of her branch is also performing. And we can show you numbers that you know, this is what she's producing. So I think that's just a, a very, very important concept as you, as you work with folks. So it's high support and high challenge, not Get, just one. Yeah. You've got you've to have a great challenge, but have high support. Because it's like it's like a, a salesman. If you're going to a salesman and try to buy a car, we've all done that. And they, and they – 
my worst sales story ever is I walked up and, and I was in my overalls and jeans. I had a summer job and <laughs> this guy walks up to me and, and I'm literally there just to drop a friend off and I'm sweaty. I've been, I work in a factory that actually pro- use coal in their process. So I was literally just covered with black coal, all, you know, sweaty summer. It's just awful. And the guy comes to me, Hey, you want to buy a car? And I go, you know, I'm just looking and he goes, Hey, if you give me a social security number and I can get you in a car this afternoon, I go, you know, he didn't listen to me. You know, he uh-huh. didn't, his, his, it, so the stress level was very high for him. And obviously he didn't get very much support because they didn't teach him how to sell a car. You know, you know, I was not a real prospect. Right. And so, you know, that was low support, low skill and high pressure. And what we want to do is as support and, and challenge go up, you know, great salespeople sell a lot and you don't even feel the pressure. You know, mm-hmm. as I say, you don't even feel the prick of the needle. So I think that's an important key in coaching is to help people move up the challenge bar and also out further on the, on the support bar so their, their performance is the highest level of the graph. And then we've also got basically four quadrants we can talk about in, in coaching and support or challenge. And when there's little support and there's little challenge, that's the inertia quadrant. You know, there's there's four inertia. boxes here. And in the lower left-hand corner is the inertia. So there's very little support, very little challenge. So guess what? We just all sit around and show up. Right. Uh, there's very little support, very little challenge. Uh, everything's good. And that seems like it would be fun for a day or so. <laughs> you know? But, right. But really it doesn't it – doesn't, Get you excited to get to the job at all? Yeah, your your ability to want to grow up the next, you know, show up three, four, five, six months down the road starts to decline. Right. You know, that's the reverse of the performance axis. That's going, you know, that that line's going straight down. Of oh God, why do I have to go to work today? Mm-hmm. Um, and then then there's if it's high support and low challenge, it's a cozy club. We're all together. We're just a bunch of good old boys, mm-hmm. and and that's not very healthy either. Right. Uh, you know. And, and you see organizations like that, too. You don't want that to be there. And then the other one is there's low support and high challenge, and that's a stress zone where you've got employees who don't know how to do what you want them to do. And that's what we talked about in the last podcast, managers who want people uh, to be done. You know, I right. want to hire people. They're done. They can just I hire them. They sit down. They do the job. Mm-hmm. And. You know, why do we need a manager if you've got people who are done? The CEO, if they've got, if the CEO had everybody who was done, guess what? You don't need a management team. That's right. Everybody can do their job. But the highest level is when you get the highest support and highest challenge. That's that quadrant in the upper right hand corner, is high performance. That's what you want with your team. And I just, I love that concept because you want to be able to work with your teams to get them to that to that level. That's that's real productivity, and then people enjoying their jobs. Exactly. Exactly. Well, excellent. Now. We have you have more to tell us, but we're going to take a break. Perfect. What, what's coming after the break? Well, we're going to talk about the zone of comfort, discomfort, and the heart of the matter. Which talking about that, and then what is the? Here's the question I want to ask the folks today: Is your job uh, to grow your people or resolve a problem? And I think we'll talk about that question after the break. Excellent. We'll be right back with more coaching for potential with Rory Rowland. on the power of goals and leadership. He says, the best boss I ever had was Ewing Kaufman. I said, why? And he says, Ewing Kaufman was so good at firing up a group. He gave great presentations and he could fire us up. And so he had a presentation one day where he had all the sales team. And he said, you know, we've got to go out and beat last year's goals. We've got to really get after it. And he had them all fired up. They could just run through walls for Ewing Kaufman. And they were all fired up. And he says, right now, reach in your pocket and get your business card out. And he says, in that business card, what I want you to do is I want you to write down on the business card how much you're going to beat your quota by. So he said they were so fired up. People just wrote incredible numbers. And they all started to walk out. But Ewing Kaufman beat him to the back door. 
And while he was there, he held his hand out. Give me that card. Exactly right. Give me that card. He collected all the cards. What do you think he did? Every month, he monitored their sales. I said, what was the result? He said, the results were pretty simple. He challenged me to be the best I'd ever been in my entire life. I had the most sales that year I'd ever had. And for the company, we had the most sales ever. See the power of leadership? For more information on booking Rory for speaking or coaching, please visit RoryRoland.com. Welcome back to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. We're talking about challenging coaching today. And we learned a little bit about support and, cha- support and challenge, balancing mm-hmm. those out. Right. But we need to... Uh, how, how do we continue with this? Yeah, and this is the key. Is the the question is how do we have those you know, those challenging conversations? Mm-hmm. And there's basically three levels uh, in the book that uh, John Blakely and Ian Day talk about in challenging coaching. And basically, you know, imagine a donut with an extra hole in the middle. Okay, so there's there's three concentric circles, and on the outside is the zone of comfort. We're having the discussion. The kind of the the, the, the outside is the zone of comfort. You, you know, how's things going? How's the job? How's the kids? Blah, blah, blah. And then as you start the coaching session a little bit further, you go into areas that might be zones of discomfort. Like in the last podcast, we talked about the you know head teller who would, in fact, have to learn how to right. help people overcome challenges. And she'd have to coach them to handling conflict. And so that might be a, a bit of a, a discomfortable and uncomfortable conversation. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we did in the last podcast, a, a heart of the matter would be, does this person want to grow? I mean, then with the same job, do they want to grow? And, and so really the heart of the matter, that that inner circle is the heart of the matter, that the elephant in the room. And so if you want to have challenging coaching conversations, you've got to be able to go from past the zone of comfort, past the zone of discomfort, to really the heart of the matter, uh, which might be a challenging conversation to bring up, but it's an important conversation because if you can get to that heart of the matter, then you can have a real discussion with that employee about what do you want to do. And and like I was talking about earlier with that head teller, the heart of the matter was, you know, I don't want you to be the same person this year as you were last year. You want them to grow. You want them to grow. And, And so, you know, with that, with that, obviously you've heard of SMART goals. Um, but this is the first mm-hmm. time in the book that I've heard courageous goals. And so, you know, smart goals, I think you've got the, the, the five things right. on, on the smart goals. And they're specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound. Bingo. And we've all heard right. the, time, the smart goals. And, and you want to yeah. work with your coaching if you want to do that. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense because if you have those, if you remember the SMART mm-hmm. um, acronym and then you make goals that you can really see progress on. Right. But sometimes people need more, is what you're saying. Yeah, they, they absolutely need more. And, and it's great to have a smart goal, but you know sometimes we need a, a courageous goal, mm-hmm. You know something that's bigger than ourselves. And so uh, John Kennedy, he could have said, hey, we're going to build a rocket that will circumnavigate the, the Earth in two years, and then we're going to you know send an unmanned spacecraft to the, the moon, and then finally we're going to put a man on the moon. Well, he, he jumped all those steps and made the courageous goal of, we're going to put a man on the moon. Mm-hmm. And so they got everybody working on that. I, I love the story. They asked a, a janitor one time that was working for NASA during the time of trying to make the moonshot. And, 
And, uh, you know, a guy came by, a reporter saw him, and he was touring the place and said, what are you doing? And he says, I'm here to help put a man on the moon. Yeah. So he wasn't just a janitor cleaning, the, you know, mopping the floors. His job was one of those jobs to help it possible to put a man on the moon. So if you can see yourself in that way and, and have those courageous goals. So I, I just think that's such a great concept to think about is as a manager, you don't want to just have smart goals for people to have that next step. What's mm-hmm. a courageous goal uh, that they may do? And you'll have some people who want to do courageous goals and some people who don't. But, you know, and you've got as a manager, that's the art and the science of it. The, 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 the science is, okay, I can teach you smart goals. I can teach you courageous goals. The art is picking that person out that will want to, uh, you know, grasp a courageous right. goal. That's the real art of management. Mm-hmm. And I think that's an, an important question. Well, and it goes back to some of the concepts you've talked about where a good coach can see the potential that other mm-hmm. people, that, they, that the person can't see themselves. Right. And that's where you could really do a courageous goal for someone and change their life. Yeah, absolutely. That, that, I think that's the most important key. And, and we talked about earlier the leave a legacy story and the mm-hmm. importance of that. And uh, I, I might feel inspired to tell that story right about the end of this podcast oh, one nice. more time. Yeah, just just one more yeah. time to grow that. But the question we had also before the break is, you know, what's our job is to grow people or resolve a problem? And I don't think it's an either or question, but it's an and question. Our job is to grow people and to show them how to resolve the problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, because as a manager, many times we think we need to fix this problem. But what we need to do is really develop people who, guess what, have the skills to fix that problem. And then when you do that, that is the essence of leadership. That's the essence of management is growing people uh, to handle those challenges that, that you could have done. Because uh, I'll give you an example of this. The biggest challenge I see for organizations, I work with a, a, a multi-million dollar organization, and they had uh, they were going to have me speak at their their management conference, and they had room, you know, I thought they were going to have room for, set up for about 35 people. So I walk in, and there's around 70 chairs, and I ask the CEO, why do you have 70 chairs when you only have, you know, on the organizational chart, 35 managers? Because well, uh, what we do is one plus one with leadership. When we're gonna, what we're going to do is those managers identify an employee in their area that's the next person for potential management, next person for potential leadership, and so I think that's what you can get. And that's that the the biggest constraint for most organizations is not the ability to hire new people, but to hire managers who can develop those people. Right, right. But I think that's the that's the biggest key. So it's not a it's not an either or question: grow your people or resolve a problem. It is grow your people to resolve a problem. Good. And and I think that that's the uh, so the, in my book, the best boss ever. I'll just tell this one last story if I can. Yeah. And. Uh, I had asked a gentleman one day, I said, who's the best manager you ever saw? And he says, a woman who ran a, a small credit in central Missouri. And I thought, you know, why would he pick her? Of all the people he could have picked, you know, he picks her. And uh, and so, and I said, why'd you pick her? And he said, well, in 30 years that she was there, she only had like four or five employees working for her at a time. You know, of course, you know, you have turnover for 30 years, but she only had four or five people working for her. But in those 30 years, she had six people that she mentored to go on to be CEOs of other credit unions. Mm. And so that's the concept of leave a legacy. And so she certainly knew how to do challenging coaching to get the heart of the matter because then she would then help them, you know, achieve a goal. And, and by that, I mean, that's even a courageous goal, isn't it, to, to, to take somebody that's working for you that's at a, small, a teller. At a small organization. Right, small organization, yeah. you know, in central Missouri, that then she sells them on the dream that, you know, guess what? You could be the CEO of a credit if you wanted to be. Right. Let me show you how to do that. Let me show you how to do the books. Let me show you how to do marketing. Let me show you how to do, you know, all that aspects that she taught them how to do. Uh, but the, the real key to that is, in, in challenging coaching, is the rewards you get from it as a manager. Imagine her retirement party. Oh, yeah. I mean, everybody would take off time to be there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the line would have been long and the conversations would have been long. And you would have stood in line for a long time to to ask, you know, to tell her what an impact you'd made on her life, that she had made on your life. 
And I, I just think that's the essence of real leadership is when you make a difference in people's lives and they go and they say, wow, I am glad I knew you. I am glad that you helped develop my life. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's the important key of leave a legacy. And I think that's just an important concept of it. And if you can challenge your folks to do that, do challenging coaching, guess what? You can leave a legacy. And I can clearly see that's why you're excited about this topic. That's why I do it. How do people get a hold of you when they want more information? Uh, just go to RoryRoland.com. That's R-O-R-Y-R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. Excellent. Thank you, Rory. Thank you, Paul. Thanks for listening to Coaching for Potential with Rory Roland. Join us next time for another discussion about the power of coaching. This has been a KCTK production produced by Paul Lavoda and Rory Roland. For more information and content, visit RoryRoland.com.